Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Strengthening My Recovery, Solution-Respect. We learn to reparent ourselves with gentleness, humor, love, and respect. As we learn to reparent ourselves with respect in ACA, we oftentimes find ourselves at odds with our inner child. Maybe our child is clamoring for an expensive cup of tea at a nearby coffee shop, or just wishing for a better car. We might have once quashed that inner voice in a shaming manner and said things that we heard as children, like stop wishing for what you can never have. We can now be a responsible parent and respectfully say, no, we can't afford that right now. With the help of our program, we also learn to put things in perspective. Maybe we can decide that even though a chai tea latte is never going to be a daily habit, we can afford it this once if our inner child is having a bad day and wants a treat. And yes, the Lamborghini is out of her price range, but we can allow ourselves to visit the mental Lamborghini showroom, sit in the car with our inner child and say, it's okay to wish for things we may never have. It's a tiny gift not to squash our hopes and dreams, but it is a lasting tiny gift. On this day, I will show respect for myself, my inner child, and others. I will remember that wonderful things I never thought possible have happened to me because I dare to dream. And I think this is... Um, definitely have some comments on this. This is what the, the, the rooms have done for me is I'm starting to give myself permission to dream. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, some people are like, well, what do you want to do? And it's just at a certain point, I think particularly as an adult child, life becomes a lot more about survival. And, uh, you know, it hasn't been easy and it's not going to be easy, but you know, I'm going on a retreat this weekend. I'm going to Costa Rica next week. I mean, none of this stuff would have happened. Wouldn't have happened this year. It would never have happened. And, you know, that's why I do this podcast. Because, you know, there's a lot of books. I think it's the uh, 12 and 12 that, you know, we, we indulge in winding arguments or, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. And in my case, nothing changes if I don't, have the big red book in my hand, you know, and strengthening my recovery and read from spiritual literature. You know, I'm constantly reminded that spiritual literature will solve all, spiritual growth will solve all our problems. Not just some of them, but all of them. Our next reading comes from Touchstones. If you can just observe what you are and move with it, then you will find that it is possible to go infinitely far. J. Krishnamurti. Boys don't cry is bad training for males. Worse than that were ideas like don't pass up a dare, nice guys finish last, be a good provider, be aggressive. Some of these ideas have value, but problems come from, came from adopting them as the only way to be. We thought we had to work at being the strongest, the best, the least vulnerable. Now we are learning how weak and fragile such thinking actually makes men. It sets us up to go to the extremes we found in our addictions and codependency. Weakness isn't the alternative to this thinking. Developing our spiritual side, we can see that we don't have to work at being what we already are. A man can be strong enough to show his vulnerability. He can choose the opportunity to advance a relationship with his child over the opportunity to advance his career. He can choose to pass by a challenge without shame because he doesn't wish to spend his energy there. I will be stronger today by simply allowing myself to be true to my feelings. And, you know, there's a lot of definitions of humility, but, you know, I think of humility as being who you are. 
and uh, being right-sized. And, you know, this kind of, you know, someone who values creativity a lot, I think this also comes into play when it comes, uh, you know, writers write, painters paint. <laughs> you know, writers are not meant to be data analysts, or at least that main job. So, you know, another great reading. And finally, Melody Beatty will close with that empowerment. You can think. You can make good decisions. You can make choices that are right for you. Yes, we all make mistakes from time to time, but we are not mistakes. We can make a new decision that takes new information into account. We can change our mind from time to time. That's our right, too. We don't have to be intellectuals to make good choices. In recovery, we have a gift and a goal available to each of us. The gift is called wisdom. Other people can think too, and that means we no longer have to feel responsible for other people's decisions. That also means we are responsible for our choices. We can reach out to others for feedback. We can ask for information. We can take opinions into account. But it is our task to make our own decisions. It is our pleasure and right to have our own opinions. We are each free to embrace and enjoy the treasure of our own mind, intellect, and wisdom. Today, I will treasure the gift of my mind. I will do my own thinking, make my own choices, and value my opinions. I will be open to what others think, but I will take responsibility for myself. I will ask for and trust that the divine wisdom is guiding me. I'm definitely going to have to make an episode of all the things that I learned from my mom. And, you know, I think a lot of times my mom is passing on things she learned from her parents. And one of them was, you know, listen to everybody, but, you know, end up doing what you want. And I think a codependent is just looking for someone to tell them what to do and just do it for a variety of reasons, which, you know, I think (laughs) could take a whole other episode. Thanks for sharing in my recovery. Until next time, this is Kowant Saluja reminding myself to pause, feel my feelings, and to love myself.